On Monday, October 22nd, the New York State Legislature held a hearing on legislative solutions to improve the state bottle bill, the state's most effective recycling program. The bottle bill with its five cent deposit was adopted in 1982, and the bottle beverage industry has changed much since then. We hear from Rhonda Kaiser of the Brooklyn Solid Waste Advisory Board, Alexis Goldsmith of Beyond Plastics, Blair Horner of Nyberg, and Kent Sapiris of the New York State Association of Convenience Stores. I'm Rhonda Kaiser. I'm chair of the Brooklyn Solid Waste Advisory Board, or SWAB. My testimony today is based on the four SWAB comments document for the New York State Draft Solid Waste Management Plan. This comments document was co-signed by 44 organizations across the state this past March and led by the SWABs of Manhattan. We also recognize that almost 50% of greenhouse gas emissions can be mitigated by zero-waste programs, that strong policies and goals like this are hollow without infrastructure. New York State's Returnable Container Act, commonly referred to as the Bottle Bill, has proven to provide measurably effective waste reduction infrastructure since its enactment in 1982. And now, after 41 years, it's time to update this legislation, and we strongly support the proposed amendment known as the Bigger Better Bottle Bill. Modernizing this legislation would yield remarkable results, from an impressive 85% reduction in litter to more high-value materials being recycled each year and a meaningful addition to the state's economy, a powerful reduction in carbon emissions, and significant savings in resources. The updated bottle bill would eliminate an estimated 20,000 of the 500,000 tons of waste that New York City exports yearly to Seneca Meadows landfill alone. Just one of the upstate landfills and incinerators that currently accepts New York City's waste and is bursting at the seams, Seneca Meadows is soon to become one of the tallest man-made structures in upstate New York, including more drink containers and increasing the deposit from five to 10 cents will build upon our most effective materials recovery infrastructure system. Assigning a value to these materials and making that value accessible to everyone provides a strong motivator to return these containers for the people who buy them and for the canners who clean our streets and waste streams and to provide their infrastructure at no cost to taxpayers. And finally, the swabs honor the memory of Ryan Thorson Carson, who worked passionately to advance the Bigger Better Bottle Bill. My name is Alexis Goldsmith, and I'm Director of Community Organizing for Beyond Plastics. New York has seen the benefits of the bottle bill over the past 40 years, a 70% decline in litter, waste diversion, and improved recycling of materials, and reduced greenhouse gas emissions. And these can be improved on by modernizing the law. We need to increase the refundable deposit to 10 cents. We need to put a deposit on non-carbonated beverages. The bill should be amended to include a provision requiring that 25% of beverage bottles with a deposit are refillable within a refill system by 2030. This target is in line with public commitments that Coca-Cola has already made to address its plastic footprint. Plastic bottles have had devastating impacts on ecosystems. One million PET plastic bottles are produced every minute, so over the course of my testimony, that's three million plastic bottles. They are not likely to ever be turned into new bottles because when plastic is recycled, its quality degrades, and they're usually downcycled into products like fleece. Up to 34 billion one-liter PET bottles enter the ocean every year. The world's largest beverage companies are also the world's largest plastic polluters. Single-use plastic bottles have an enormous impact on the climate and fence-line communities, including here in New York, where we have 10 waste incinerators. 
which are a very large source of heavy metal and particulate matter emissions. Up until the 1970s, Coca-Cola worked with local bottlers to distribute soda in refillable glass bottles with a refundable deposit, resulting in a near 100% return rate and multiple refills. It's time to bring back refill in combination with deposits. Refill has enormous economic potential. The reverse logistics of getting back, washing, and redistributing bottles would create jobs and could even be incorporated into the existing system. Refillable glass provides the most environmental benefits and health protections. We also recommend a definition of recycling, which clearly prohibits highly polluting, expensive chemical recycling technologies from counting as real recycling. And finally, it's sad to see that redemption centers across the state are closing or at risk of closing because they can't afford to operate. Senator May and Assemblymember Glick are carrying a bill that would direct the DEC to distribute grant funds from unclaimed deposits to support redemption infrastructure. Priority funding should be given to redemption centers in low-income communities. My name is Blair Horner. I'm executive director of NYPERG, New York. New York State and the nation is facing serious crises. High on the list is the ongoing and worsening climate disaster resulting from the burning of fossil fuels and the growing difficulty in appropriately disposing of solid waste. These are two critical issues and they are interrelated. The issue today is focused on one sliver of a comprehensive response, the state's 40-year-old bottle deposit law. Our review of New York's plans for responding to the twin crises of climate and solid waste is the unifying theme that the state must develop a circular economy. And the circular economy is, depending on how you read it, it's defined really on basically not creating lots of waste uh, and relying on recycling, uh, reuse, uh, composting, remanufacture of waste products. The Pilot Deposit Law is a good example of a program that is consistent with a circular economy. Of course, any 40-year-old program could use review and an upgrade. This hearing and offer important measures to make the program work better, most notably. Expand the number of beverage containers that are covered by the law. Covered beverage containers are far more likely than non-covered to be recycled. Get the grant program moving to bolster redemption centers and access to technologies. A more widespread use of technologies will also help boost compliance and efficiency. Update the handling fee to reflect, reflect inflation and based on the needs of entities complying with the program. Boost the deposit from a nickel to a dime. That move would generate as much as $200 million for the state, save municipalities at least $70 million, and help boost redemption rates closer to 85, as you heard earlier, or 90%. The comprehensive expansion and modernization of the bottle deposit law is a win-win-win. It helps deal with the climate crisis, helps deal with the solid waste crisis, and generates money for the state and local governments. NYPERG urges that you ensure that the bottle deposit law is modernized. My name is Kent Sopris. I'm president of the New York Association of Convenience Stores. And on behalf of NIAX uh, and its 7,500 neighborhood convenience stores and 127,000 employees across New York State, I thank you for the opportunity to participate in today's hearing to review ways the state can increase the effectiveness of the bottle bill and prevent the bottles from being sent to landfills. For 40 years, our members, considered dealers under state law, have paid deposits to distributors, collected them from customers, and paid refunds when bottles were returned. Over the last four decades that the law has been in effect, however, a growing number of convenience stores now sell sandwiches, pizza, and other prepared food under license from the State Department of Agriculture and Markets. When bottles are brought in for redemption, they are rarely washed out and contained in bags that are sticky and unsanitary. The last thing that convenience stores need are magnets for bacteria, insects, or mice, 
in the same vicinity as a food prep counter. This situation worsens when third-party collectors fail to pick up empty bottles on, in a timely manner, leaving the back rooms full of uh, with weeks' worth of empties. In many instances, these bottles will just be thrown out um, by, by managers and staff, defeating the purpose of the program. Before the bottle bill is expanded to include new types of containers, the state must address the clear flaws in the program's infrastructure. I believe there are legislative solutions that can make the bottle stronger and more effective, changes that should be implemented before the state considers expanding the program. NIAX believes the state should invest in and prioritize redemption centers, which will create jobs and provide central locations for bottles to be returned. Without this investment, the bottle bill program will continue to be incomplete and burdensome for retailers and consumers. The current bottle bill does allow convenience stores to contract with redemption centers to accept bottles on their behalf. If the redemption center is within a half mile of the store and a half dozen other criteria are met, including prescriptive hours and signage requirements. While well-intentioned, this provision is never utilized by convenience stores and would make an already difficult process more confusing. We believe that by making it easier for retailers and redemption centers to work together, the bottle bill will be more successful. NIAX proposes language to be included in the bottle bill that would encourage consumers to bring bottles to redemption centers instead of convenience stores. If the convenience store is licensed by the Department of Ag and Markets, and the convenience store has a written agreement with the redemption center in the same county. The legislature should also consider funding the Beverage Container Assistance Program, which was created by the 2009 bottle bill. Chairwoman Glick and Senator May carry legislation that attempts to address this issue by including state assistance payments for up to 50% of for the costs of, of infrastructure. If the purpose of the bottle bill is truly to incentivize recycling, then the barriers to that goal should be removed. This is Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.